Welcome to episode 79 of the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. To move forward, you must clearly identify where you are at. Hi, this is Keith Tusi. Welcome to Leadership in Context. I'm so glad you can be with us. This is the third podcast on the subject of going forward or getting unstuck. We started in Exodus, the 14th chapter, where Moses was leading the children of Israel, attempting them to go across the Red Sea. And he asked the Lord about all the confusion and the people mumbling. And God's answer was to go forward. And I think if we could hear the Holy Spirit today in many of our lives, he would be challenging us and calling us to take a step of faith and begin to move forward. We covered that in the first lesson. In the second podcast, we talked about deciding that we will not stay in the place we're at. What are the mechanisms that help us to move forward? And I believe the the first one is most critical, and that is you must determine the place you are in. You will not stay there. I will not stay there. If I'm leading a ministry, if I'm leading a family, if I'm leading a business, whatever I'm leading, if it's not doing what it's supposed to do, we are not going to stay there. We are going to move. We are going to do something. We're going to pack our bags. We're going to make an exit plan. We're going we're gonna to move forward by the grace of God. The second point I want to talk to you about today, or what I called second gear in my message, and the full message is available on the NRP webpage from the NRP National Conference. So you can access this whole message that I spoke to the conference as I'm giving it to you in kind of bite-sized forms here, and you can compare those two, and I think they'll be a blessing to you. The second part is to move forward, you must clearly identify where you're at. You must know where you're at. You know, when you're driving down the road and, you know, you go from one state to another, they have these rest stops. And when you go in, they have these great big maps on the wall. Every state I've ever been through, they they all copy the same pattern. And there'll be this red arrow and it'll say, you are here because you've got to know where you're at to get where you're going. Some people have a good idea of where they want to be where they want to go, but there's got to be a reality, a, 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 so, a sober understanding of really where you are at. Matter of fact, I would go this far and say this, that good leaders have vision because they've been able to define reality. Great visionary leaders are able to see things because they're able to identify things. They're able to identify this is where we're at. There are people that can talk about all kind of of futuristic, almost pie-in-the-sky, ethereal things, but they can't develop a plan to get there because they can't identify where they are at. And sometimes when you identify where you're at, you know, it's bad. Sometimes we want to live in denial. Like, this is not a good place to be. Yeah, I know it's bad. But I'm going to tell you, there's 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 some understanding here. When you really dig into it and understand how bad it is, it's power to get you out of there. This is just a, a part of human nature that we've got to understand. 
It's bad. It's really bad. Here's where at. We're, we're sinking. This is not working. Our, our family is not going in the right direction. My job is not going in the right direction. My ministry is not going in the right direction. And not just being generic about it by putting the magnifying glass on it and saying, oh, my goodness, this is this is not a good scenario. OK, on the other hand, you can be in a situation, as I talked about in the first podcast, where the place you're in is not necessarily bad. It's just the wrong place. It's just a place you shouldn't be in. But either way, you have to clearly identify those places. That this place is okay, but it's just not the right okay. And I need to move out of it. I, I need to really get it identified. And, you know, sometimes this is where we need help. We need somebody speaking in our life, somebody to coach us. You know, in uh, my pastoral ministry, I've worked with a lot of people on their finances. Uh, we did a thing when I was a pastor called the Get Out of Debt Club, and we cast a vision for people getting out of debt, and it was very powerful. And, and God, we have so many financial testimonies from that. But, you know, the first thing we had to do was really identify how bad things were. And it was really interesting, you know, when you ask people to start writing out their, their debts and start writing out their monthly bills, you know, it's, it's like they knew they were bad. You know, why did they need to write them out? But, you know, when they wrote them out and saw, oh, my goodness, they're even worse than I thought when, when they stared at them. And, and, and rather than get paralyzed because they had encouragement to get out of them, it was the leverage to begin to move them. Now, if you were all by yourself and separated, I could understand why you wouldn't want to examine those dates. But God's not called you to do life alone. He's called you to do it in the company of, a, of, a, of believers, of covenant relationships. You know, this thing we call the local church is, is, is incredible for love and support and encouragement and, and being challenged. So you've got to be able to look at something and not be afraid to pull the covers back and really see how bad it, it really is. You know, when you go to buy a car, a lot of times you have a mechanic check that car out. And his job is to find out anything that's wrong with it so you know what you're getting. Uh, when you buy a home, most often there's a home inspection involved, okay? And they're going to they're gonna pick that house apart. They're going to tell you every little thing uh, that's wrong with that house. As a matter of fact, when, when we sold houses, I've had that done ahead of time so that I would know it, and then we could uh, make the necessary repairs ahead of time so everything would be right. And I'll be honest with you, reading those reports, you know, as they're picking your lovely house apart, it's not not a fun thing. But I would do that ahead of time. Somebody taught me to do that. So <clears throat> the, those things would all all be taken care of. Uh, I don't know if you've ever watched any of these real estate shows. Uh, some of these, uh, I, don't, I don't think they're infomercials. I, I guess they're reality shows where, you know, they're trying to sell a property and somebody goes through and says, you know, uh, this is a nice house, but you know, green and purple don't go good together. You're, you're going to have to get yourself some white paint. You know, you're going to have to get yourself some beige paint or some gray paint. You're going to have to make this thing uh, palatable. Uh, you, you've got to look at the true nature of, of what you're trying to do. And it's really funny how resistant some people be that they just they don't want to acknowledge that there's a problem there, that somehow if they acknowledge that there's a problem there, then they've got to do something about it. But, you know, if you want it to change, then you've got to acknowledge the problem that's there. That's the first step to victory is acknowledging there's a problem. So second gear in going forward is you must clearly identify 
where you are at. And that's one of the that's one of the jobs of, of a leader. If you're responsible for anybody or anything, you've got to have the courage to identify where you're at. You, and some days that'll be celebrating your accomplishments. On other days, it'll saying, hey, look, we fell behind. We didn't do here. You know, if there's something going on in your family, you, you've got to bring that to the surface. If there's something going on in your ministry, you've got to bring that to the surface. If there's something going on in your job. You've got to bring that thing to the surface and be willing to put the magnifying glass on it. Like our our church members who were in the Get Out of Debt Club, you know, when they begin to list all those debts and they saw, hey, if I keep doing the thing I'm doing, not only am I not making any progress, I'm continuing to slide back. Therefore, I'm going to have to make some radical action. I'm going to have to really do something about it. But God wants to trust you with reality. That's the first step of trusting you with vision. If you're crying out for great vision in your life right now, maybe you really do need some real direction, spiritual direction. Maybe you really do need to understand where the Lord is leading you. One of the questions I would ask you is this. Are you handling reality right now? Are you willing to let the Lord magnify what is around you, the good, the bad, and the ugly? Not so he can rub your nose in it, but so that he can get you up above it, so that he can move you beyond that thing. If it's really bad, that you can say, you know what, God, this is really bad. And, and, and I'm, I'm moving out of this thing. I'm not going to put my, my faith in this thing to work this out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to examine this, and I am going to move forward in the name of Jesus. If you're going to lead, you've got to be able to identify where you're at. You've got to make it clear. You've got to look at your goals and your visions, and you've got to say, how are we measuring up to that? What does good look like? What does overcoming look like? Are we good? Are we overcoming? If the answer is no, then identify where you're at. Once you identify where you're at, there's a good chance you might get some better insight on how you got there. A lot of times people are trying to identify, oh, how did we get in this place? But they really haven't even identified the place. And then that keeps you from making future errors and misjudgments as you go forward again. God wants to help you to clearly identify where you're at so that you don't have to stay there. That's second gear. Hey, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, why don't you share it with somebody? Maybe sit down and listen with them uh, together even and be a blessing to them. But thanks for spending this time with me. This is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. Today, Keith continued his discussion on moving forward. You have to know where you are to get where you are going. Some people have a good idea of where they want to go, but don't understand where they currently are at. God wants to help you clearly identify where you are at so that you don't have to stay there. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at innerpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at In Our Pastors. See you next week.